everybody, and welcome to Caught Trying. I am your host, Ashton, with my lovely co-host, Ben. On today's episode, we are going to be talking with y'all why we wanted to start this podcast. It's kind of three years in the making. We put it off for a really long time, basically just with the thought of why does someone want to hear us talking and hear our opinions. But then we had the idea of, you know, we don't want to die and not have done this. So hopefully you're going to get some value out of this. We hope that you do. And we're just going to be talking every week about what it means to be caught trying in life from, you know, finding a new job to, you know, trying to get healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, kind of however you um what you need to work on but we just figured you know what this is a great way to discuss how it is to try in life from two people that are just trying to make themselves better um so ben is my wonderful co-host ben and i have been good friends for over 10 years now um we actually went and studied abroad in oxford together um which is where our deranged <laughs> issues started um, and right now he, uh, his dog is just having a little Grabbing bit of a field day in the back, boys, but yeah. So, Hey Ben, how hey. are you? I'm doing all right. Good, good. Um, so I guess like what we can really kind of dive into today is really more of a deeper meaning of why we wanted to start this podcast. We'd kind of been talking about different themes and like what do we want it to be just like a conversation? Do we want it to be able to open up to guests or keep it about like millennials? We kind of tossed a bunch of different things around. Um, but really, I kind of want to figure out what, like, why do you like what we finally decided on launching with? I actually like it um, just because it, I feel like it really narrows down what we wanted to do, which was just talk about life in general. We wanted to talk about it from a perspective to us that really isn't always considered. Um, You just see things that seem so mainstream. We just want to really hit on what everyday people do. So we're just, we're trying to (laughs) help you realize that you're not alone. Um, Everyone goes through something that's quite similar. We've yeah. all, we're struggling, but we're doing our best, you know? So, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, and like, that's such a good point of, you know, we were thinking about this and I was like, I don't know if anyone wants to hear our thoughts, hear our opinions, you know, but then we were like, well, we are the average person. We are the everyday person. You know, we're not influencers. We're not celebrities. We're not people that have a ton of money lying around in order to get what we want in life. We have to try. And being the average person, you know, you try a lot of different things in order to figure out what works for you. And everybody's different. You know, um, you and I are really different. Uh, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> very, very different. I was thinking about this earlier today and I was like, honestly, I was like, you and I are so like polar opposites, but then we flip and become the opposite in the same way. So like, I would say you're the more emotional one and I'm the more of the one that like is analytical, but then it flips as in, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And I have no planning in it whatsoever. But then you were like, I have to have every single thing in order before I do it. 
uh, guilty, guilty as charged. I'll guilty sit here charged. and overthink something at work and be like, shit, they're going to get onto me or they're going to fire me. Perfect. You know, um, but at the end of the day, you know, if something pops up and it ruins my time to do whatever I had planned, it doesn't work. No, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was just, I was thinking about that and I was like, that's funny. I was like, that, that'll be an interesting thing. Cause I feel like when we talk about more emotional topics, you know, you're going to be like, well, this is my take. Listen I, yeah. Yeah. You'll <laughs> and rile up thing. and another thing. And I'll be like, well, uh, let's, you know, let's sit here and think about this. But then if someone's like, should I quit my job and, you know, move to Alaska? I'm going to be like, yes, don't think about Logically, it. Just do it. Just, no, just do sense. it. Did you prepare? No. Do you even have snow boots? <laughs> Young lady, <laughs> no. get yourself together. Oh, oh my God. gosh. No, exactly. Exactly. But, um, well, and you know, I think something that, I don't know. I think something that society has an issue with right now is like, well, not right now. It's been that way for a long time of everyone has to look like they have their shit together all the time, but you never see the try. Right. You never see the trial and error. You're seeing the face that I'm going to put on. Yeah. I'm showing you that I got my shit together. Listen, honey, this morning I woke up and I just was like, um, I can't. I don't <laughs> want to do it. But I got up and did it anyway. Yeah. So I showed up to work and that's when I realized that I had a pimple and, you know, I missed a part of just trimming my beard up and now I'm going to have to like redo it all. I didn't even do it for this, but like I looked all right. It worked. Yeah, it works. Well, but like that's you you got up and you did what needed to get done. Yeah. Which you just didn't see the backside of it. Right. Right. You didn't see the backside or like the struggle with it. Um yeah, this morning I like my alarm was set and I completely slept through my alarm. Had no idea that I slept through it. And I didn't know I slept did through you it. Wake up to from me. Your text message. <laughs> you then texted me and goes, "Are you alive?" And I was like, "Yes." W- why? And he was like, "I haven't heard from you in twenty four hours." And I, I was mean, like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's just been like a weird, a weird weekend. I've been having some like weird emotional stuff going on." And I was like, "You know what? I need to kind of put myself in this hole and." get what needs to get done. Like I need to clean my house. I need to get some workouts in. I need to, you know, make sure the dog is taken care of because like if those ducks aren't in a row, I don't feel like I can go out and do anything. Um, so that was, you know, that was kind of how my Monday morning started, which is not normally how my Monday morning starts. Um, but you know, there it, there it was, but I think, you know, with social media and with all these other things, we we see the the goal. We see right? the final product and not yes. what led to it. Yes, exactly. What did you do? What did you sacrifice even to get there? Hundred percent. Because 100%. sometimes, if you don't know the cost of something, well, what actually like did you want to do it in the first place? Right. Right. If you well, knew that was the cost, would you do it? Exactly. Well, you know that's like. I mean, I have a thousand sayings and y'all will learn all of them as this all goes down. Ben's literally rolling his eyes at me right now because he's like, yeah, you have a saying for everything. But 
One of the big things that I always say is everything in life costs. Every decision you make, something, it will cost something, whether it is actual money, whether it is your time, which honestly, your time is the most valuable thing, whether it's friendships, whether it's, you know, time to be out in social or, you know, hey, I'm doing X, so I can't afford to go out and do this. Everything in life costs. And especially when you're trying something, whether it's I'm trying to go into a new field of work, I'm trying to get just a job, I'm trying to lose 50 pounds, whatever it is, like you're so right. We see the product and the goal, but we don't see you working your tail off. We don't see however many thousand things that you had to try in order for it to work. And just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. Exactly. We all function so differently. Like, yeah, if I actually lived in the same house as Ashton, I still would miss out on some of the things that she's doing Mm -hmm. to meet her own goals because I'm not following her everywhere. I'm not her shadow. That's creepy. (laughs) But I'd be the one that's right. So you're saying you do it is what you're saying. I'd be the one that's right there ready to be like, yes, slay. You get it. <laughs> oh my God. I hit all 50 push-ups. You go, girl. You go, go girl. For it. If only we could just have a little shoulder bend at a <laughs> That would be nice. No, that would be nice. The sass would really annoy you. Well, the sass would annoy me, but you know that color. I can just mm. flick you, flick you oh. off my shoulder. <laughs> um But Debbie. Oh, I don't look good in pastels. That's a random thing, but I really, I really don't. Um, But so, I mean, you know, with all of us talking about like what it means to be trying in life, we're going to cover just a random, random topics. Um, You know, Ben and I both are millennials, so there are going to be some episodes where it's a little bit more geared towards millennials. Um, but I think everybody in life is trying. So whether you're 65 or you're 15, you know, I hope that you can can get some value from all of this. Um, but you know, we're going to talk about really deep stuff. We're going to probably definitely talk about some unhinged topics. Um, <laughs> you know. One of one of my favorite topics will come up at some point. Um, just you know how I get obsessive about things because I hyperfixate because I'm severely ADHD, and so I'm sure at some point I will wrap Ben into whatever my hyperfixation is, um, and he will just placate me the entire episode. Um, yeah, but I'll have fun with it. Yeah, I'll have a lot of fun with it. So I think that'll be that'll be really good. Um, but you know, I think at the end of the day, the goal is to normalize trying culture. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. That that's um, kind of the end goal. It's also just, it's one of the biggest things that we all have in common, regardless of your walk of life, mm-hmm. is we're all trying. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, what your wealth status is. You're still trying. Yeah. You're trying to do something. So we think it'd be beneficial to talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think we all, like, we all have things that we're really good at that we don't really have to try at. And I think sometimes 
like it, I'm really good at getting along with anybody and everybody. Right. Like that's just kind of how I am. I don't know if it's just cause I like a bunch of different things so I can kind of connect on that way. Um, but like, that's something that I'm really good at. Someone who is maybe super shy would not be able to do that. And so I think we have this weird dynamic where, you know, if someone's like, oh, I don't have a lot of friends, you immediately think, well, well, are you trying? Like, are you putting yourself out there? Are you like, you know, are you or, joining all of these groups? Are you doing all these things? And it's like, hey, maybe what's wrong shy. with you? <laughs> or, well, or that, which is not. But not uh, it's a question that goes think. through my head. It's, it is. Well, devil's that is advocate. always devil's advocate. That is always, you know, sure. That is something too. It's um, going to be the last foot that I put forward, but it's going to be one of them. Like it's yeah. there. Yeah. You well, pack but, you your know, angry eyes just in yes. case, you know? Yes. Pack your angry eyes just, yes. Yes. But, you know, I think like for, I know for me, especially I'm a fixer. I have to fix everything. And I've been thinking a lot about that of like fixing and also like trying culture and all of that. And it it made me stop and think. And I was like, you know, I am assuming that these people aren't trying to fix whatever they're stressing out about. And that's wrong with me. Right. Like if they're coming to me and they're just wanting to talk about it, if they're wanting for advice, great, fine. But in my head, I'm like, well, if you have this problem, then I'm assuming I'm wrongly assuming that you aren't trying. And I also just have to say this little tidbit because this is something that I really struggle with too. Everyone's trying timeline is different. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> it's, that's you very know what I fair. Mean? Like, My trying can, you know, sometimes spread out into months and it's embarrassing to yes. me when I think about it. And all <laughs> that it really makes me do is want to spread it out even further. Cause I'm like, well, here we are. So let's get the gold medal and spreading it out. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Why stop well, now? And, and as one of your best friends and someone who, again, going back to, I just jump into things. I'm like, no, I'll figure it out on the way. Like, let's just go. Good God, does it annoy me sometimes. <laughs> but but I have to just remind myself that, hey, he's trying in his own way, in his own timeline, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not pretty. Or well, how neither's I mine. So, yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's not pretty. It's not how I would do it. You're not going balls to the walls, Ben. You got to go balls to the walls. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. But that that is a big one. And I think that's also a really big one. And I think because we all judge everybody's like how everybody tries and their trying timeline, if it doesn't happen in like the six months or the eight months that it took me to do it, then, well, you're not trying hard enough. And that's so not true. Right. You know, I think that's a big, <laughs> a something big I even texted you and I, I actually, I don't know. I I felt like it was what's the word I'm looking for. Um, I felt it was really moving, at least to me, as someone who's often like upset over how my trying usually plays out. It's you know a failure, and I had that thought. And when I texted you, I was like, "Damn, that's really good." But like 
failure is a stepping stone to success. And that's part of your journey in trying is it's okay to fail. Just hold it, move it on, put it down right there. Now you know exactly where you were and what it was that potentially made you fail. So either avoid it or improve something so that you can take that next step. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Well, that's actually something that I put like I put in my little, my little notes. I fail every day, every single day. Do I fail at something? And I think like when you say that people are like, so you like, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you failing at something every single day? But like, I don't even think it comes down to what it is that I'm doing more than like, I'm trying, I'm trying my, like my past action on this didn't work. So like, I didn't get that pull up today at the gym, but I tried, Yeah, you know, I, I tried to do that and man, I don't know why, but I feel like so many people are, are so afraid of failure in any aspect that they're not willing to try. They want to stick with that status quo. Because I wouldn't, safe. I wouldn't even call it status quo. No, it, it's their I, yes, safety. 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 For them, yeah. it's it's their same status. Yeah. Not that that's what they desire, but it is it's their net, and they know that they're gonna be okay there. Mm-hmm. Which part of the whole thing with growth is um, trying. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes scary. Also, uh, quick side note, it does look like there might be a thunderstorm rolling in. So okay. I really hope that I don't lose power. Oh, Lord. But just thought I'd throw that out. There. Trial and error, baby. Trial and error. We'll we're, figure it out. We're trying. We will figure it out if it, you know. It, for those of you that don't know, Ben lives in West Texas. Um, and if you've ever been to West Texas, the thunderstorms, when they roll up, it's a bit shocking. Um, they're never gentle. They never go gently into the well, good night. And like, um, it was told to me that it would be a drizzle, but now it is um, a very dark blue gray. So I don't know that that means drizzle anymore. Well, the weatherman was trying. He tried. He, the weather. <laughs> oh, Lord. The weatherman. You know, it's West Texas, so you need the rain. So if we need to figure something out, we can figure something out. Okay. Um, but well, so to your point of the status quo safety net, when I was in fire academy, we had this saying of get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I love that saying. And, you know, we also know I love my podcast. So I listen to a myriad of podcasts in all different ways. Um, and a lot of people who, you know, I would say are the one percenters, the leaders, they talk about, you know, their, how, how they got to where they are. And it's because they're like, well, I was uncomfortable and I was doing this. Here's the thing, guys. None of us want to get up at 3.30 in the morning to get a workout in and then do all of 
these things. Ice bath, sauna, those things are wonderful. And one of these days, I hope to get to a point where I can do that like once a week. I'm not getting up at 3.30. And none of us, none of us are saying that you have to do that in order to try and level up in your own life. Because again, everybody is different. What leveling up means to you and leveling up means to me are probably very different things. And that's okay. But I think that sometimes we get into this weird, like elitist mindset of like the, well, if I get outside of my status quo, then, you know, it's going to mean this. And while I applaud those people that can get up at 3.30 and they're crushing it and they're these Olympic athletes, like all of these super fantastic things, they are the 1%. We're not. We're just trying to, no. (laughs) And we're just trying to figure out what does trying mean for the average person who is taking it seriously? Because that's the other aspect, right? Like we can get stale, we can get complacent, And I do think it is really, really important to take a look at yourself and be like, okay, am I actually trying? Am I actually putting myself in a position that is going to move me forward? Or am I going through the motions so that I can say, well, I tried, I tried. And it's like, yeah, but did, did you? And that does goal. What was the goal? Yes. What was the goal? And again, I'm going back to trying means different things for different people. Like, let's say, you know, you're like, I want to read 25 books this year. But let's say you have someone who doesn't have dyslexia and someone that does have dyslexia. The person that it's going to be very different. The person that has dyslexia is probably going to read 25 short stories, short books. That is fine. They hit their 25 book mark, didn't they? And we shouldn't compare them to someone who reads on, I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, on a 12th grade level, because we're all adults and none of us are in 12th grade. But, you know, like someone who has this higher level of reading comprehension. They read Harry Potter books, the House of Dragon. Like they read all these massive books. Court of Thorns. My my girlies, my Court of Thorn girlies. Y'all know who you are. Not you. You should, though, Ben. We can talk about that later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we all try. And we cannot compare ourselves to other people that may be gifted in other areas that we are trying to get better at. Right? Like, To me, the best way that I felt like I could look at it in when we're talking about trying is that it's like an art form. It is beautiful. It's not limited to a group of people. Some people are actually artists, but guess what? Every last one of you can pick up a paintbrush just about and paint something. Yeah. It doesn't have to be pretty, but it's your art. You mm-hmm. made it. And that's what made it special. And it made it yours. And it is part of your story. So we want to help elaborate on that and show you kind of a different side that's really not normalized. Absolutely. And make it more normal. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that's like, that's a really good point. The other day at my gym, um, 
one of our coaches was talking to us and he was like, he called us athletes. And I like sat there for a second. And I was like, I'm not an athlete. But see, that was the thing. I was like, I'm not an athlete. And then I was like, wait a second. I was like, I work out five days a week. Like, and yes, granted, I'm working towards something. I'm working towards hiking the Grand Canyon in September. But well, I was like, damn. oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I haven't been called an athlete since I was an athlete in high school when I played on a sports team. But that doesn't mean that I'm not. Right. Like if we grab someone just randomly way. off the street, like they would not be able to compete or do what you're doing. So unless they were also an athlete. But, but right. Like if you just, if you got lucky and just randomly selected someone who did not typically every day go about into the gym, then I mean, <laughs> could they actually compete and do everything that you just did in your 32 minute session? Right. Right. Yeah. Probably. I mean, maybe, maybe not. So to not say that you're, or not feel like you're an athletic person when you're doing all these amazing things, like 50 push-ups, 130 sit-ups, 10 pull-ups, like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't even do 50 push-ups off the bat right now. Can I bench, you know, 200 pounds? Yeah. But I don't, I don't sit there and train myself to just do push-ups. Like, <laughs> right. that's a more stamina-based thing. I can, sure. I can come out here and get on the bench and just do a couple. But to sit there and do all that, nah, you're an athlete. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's different putting yourself in all these different boxes. Right. Cause like, I don't, I do, I don't think that the average person that works out considers himself an athlete. When you think of an athlete, you think of someone who is on a national team, who is an Olympian, who is, you know, like getting paid to win competitions. Right. And I think I I mean, I've said it five times this episode, but I'm going to keep saying it. Like, I think the average person feels that, um, you know, you, if you are not on a certain level and it's usually like the elite level, if you're not on an elite level, then you moving towards something that falls on that same line isn't worth it. And that's not true. You know, like, so, you know, like I go to a CrossFit gym, which I'm sure a lot of, you know, CrossFit is very topical. CrossFit's got its, you know, guys, it's literally down the street from my apartment. I have a lot of friends that go there. I like it. Let me like what I like. It's you active. You're out. It gets me active. It's better than you just sitting there and not doing anything. Exactly. It gets me active. I'm also trying to like run and do all that. But, um, but, you know, I had some friends who they were like, well, we want to do some CrossFit competitions. And I was like, you should do it. Like, cause you know, it's Colorado. They have, a, there's a ton of different competitions here. And they were like, I don't know. I just like, I'm not going to be like, you know, a Matt Fraser. So like, what's the point? And I was like, do you want to do it? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, then you fucking do it. Yeah. Who cares? You don't have to be, you can be not. last place. But yeah. you're a competition level athlete. How cool is that? Yeah. You got to go and compete. Yeah. That's super cool. I'll be on the sideline with water for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I went know. to the gym this morning and I am very proud of that fact. And I yes. will hold the water for you. 
Yes, that's great. I will, I will hold the water for them too because I, part of me is like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'd like to do that one day. And then also part of me is like, I don't know if I have that desire. You know, that desire. Maybe to like to do one time. Maybe one time. And then after that, probably not. It well, just to be like, yeah, I did it. I, I was there. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I mean, you know, it. life is all about choices. Life is all about trying a lot of different things. And I just, I, when I talk to like older people, I'll tell you what, I love talking to people that have tried 20 different jobs in their life. Right. They're trying to experience and find something that they actually enjoy or fit them best. Or maybe they just enjoy the art of learning. Yeah. Well, and they, I mean, they always have the best stories. Oh, yeah. They, they learn something in every experience. You know, whether it was oh, like, yes. I learned how to rope cattle because I was a ranch hand for six months. Or, you know, I delivered a baby on an airplane when I was a stewardess for two years. Like I just ran just random things, but like those are the people I like talking to. That's the person I want to be when I get old. Do you, do you want to be that person who's there in your old age and people come to you to either have stories or listen, or they're just your family and they're over for dinner and you don't really have a whole lot to say, except that you just kind of lived your, your life. I would love to have stories, even the ones of failure, to pass 100%. along to my family, my friends at a table, or even just to the random stranger who came up and asked, well, why are you smiling? I was like, well, this one time <laughs> yeah. I tried to go out and do this, but it was awful. But I just thought about it because I saw you over there doing whatever it was. And it just reminded me. Yeah. Like, yeah. That Which- would be more fun. That's that's well, the kind of life I want 100%. to get to where it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's that's that's what Ben and I want. Right. And does that mean that everybody else wants that? Of course not. You know, so I I know quite a few people, I'm friends with quite a few people. They're like, you know what? I like my life the way that it is. I like that's fine. Yeah, they're content and that's that's fine. But I still think that like there have to be things in their life that they're trying and that they're working towards. I, I would, I would assume. And also, I mean, I, you know, this maybe is a little bit deeper of a tangent, but I think that the, the act of being complacent in life, the act of being like, I am perfectly fine. Exactly how I am is not an attractive quality. I want to constantly be learning things. I want to constantly be growing. You know, I think the people that just decide, and it's normally like as soon as they graduate high school or as soon as they graduate college, they have this decision. They're like, well, I'm going to do X, Y, or Z because that is like what I'm supposed to do as this member of society. And I am not going to challenge myself in any way whether it be skill, intellectually, mentally, I'm not going to challenge myself in any way. And I'm going to live in this bubble that I have created for myself. I don't get along with those people and I just don't find it attractive. It's, I I have a problem with it too. 
I don't know about the like whole attractiveness. Like he could be the hottest thing on the planet. But at the end of the day, differences, like, ladies and gentlemen, differences like, between Finn and I. But, but like, what what are you contributing to me, to our relationship? Even if it's just a friendship, there doesn't have to be anything crazy going on about it. But what are you actually bringing to the table? How can I grow from knowing you? Can I grow? I don't know. Maybe you're supposed to help inspire me to try something new. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. And, well, you know, there, if if I find that you're in that category, like she said, where you're complacent, you're, you're fine, you're content, I don't know how often I'll want to hang out with you. Yes, I, I'll, I'll be fine knowing yeah. you. I'll be fine knowing sure. you. I'll talk with you. I'll Snapchat you or whatever. Yeah, we're millennials. We still use Snapchat. No, but we don't. Like, millennials don't use Snapchat. You and I Snapchat each other and that's it. <laughs> millennials don't because Gen Z makes fun of them. Listen, I don't give a shit, kids. I love Snapchat. Oh, my God. Here we go, kids. Here we go. Anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I don't know. I Maybe attractive wasn't... Well, yeah. No, oh, attractive. Yeah, that's, that's, that of, is the right word. That, that's a that's a category in what makes you attracted to someone is, like, yeah. their emotional, their physical, and even just, you know, their entire being, their life. Yeah. That's part of it. That's part of the package. It's the deal. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I mean, I, you know, you grew up in West Texas. You, you know, you're very, very sheltered Church of Christ. I grew up in the suburbs of Dallas. I went to a very small private school for my entire education. Um, You know, it was great for me for, for learning purposes, but I was constantly getting in trouble because I was constantly pushing the envelope. I went to school three days a week and I was homeschooled the other two days a week. At least, at least, you know this story, at least two days out of the week, I would get detention because I had black nail polish. (laughs) And every single time I would get detention, I would say, it's a neutral, it's in the handbook. Black is a neutral. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. No, that's just a whole other little, little thing. But I think the people, because I know these people that graduated with me, don't, they don't think of anything else. They, some of them, you know, some of them went to school. Some of them didn't go to school. Not saying you have to go to school by any means. Please do not think that. Um, but they like they followed this cookie cutter life and i would be really interested to know if you like if you really 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 dug down are they happy do they wish that they had tried something differently are there any desires that are hidden inside yes. of your complacency well, and I w- but see, here's the thing. I don't know if I would call that complacency other than I don't think that's complacency. Or maybe I think you're stuck and you don't know how to get out. I No, I think it's following societal norms. I think it's following societal norms, which we will that's discuss fair. at length many, many times on this podcast. But I think it is, you know, if you want to bring religion into it, but we can bring religion into it just for a second of, you know, there are very specific ways of which a heterosexual family is supposed to be, right? 
get your man, your woman, and you know, all of these things are supposed to go this certain way. And I truly wonder sometimes, like, if I got this person alone, maybe drunk, but if I got this person alone (laughs) and was like, do you want this? Is this what you wanted for your life? Would they say yes? I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know if I, I don't kind of want to see what what happened. Yeah. I'm interested. I mean, yeah, I just, it's something that's been on my mind. I have a bunch of friends who are getting divorced right now. Um, also Ben and I are not even 30 yet. Um, I have a bunch of friends that are getting divorces and I'm just like, I don't want that a, but also B. like I have like some of my parents, best friends are getting divorces who've been married like 20, 25 years. And like, I want to ask them when the sting of the divorce is over, but I want to ask them, I would be like, do, did you regret marrying that person? Like if you could go back and do it all over again, would you choose the exact same thing that you had chosen? Or would you have tried a different route? I have so many thoughts on this and I don't know how to like spit them. I mean, the biggest one to me is to touch onto your societal norm question that we will dive into later. But like, I don't know how they'd answer when you ask them, were they okay? Would they do it again? Well, societal norms back then were, you know, so-and-so got knocked up. You had to marry them. True. True. It didn't even matter if you were a Christian. You had to, or you would get shunned. So I don't know. But also some of these people probably, even the ones that are our age, they probably have known their spouse or soon to be ex for a while, or they were high school sweethearts, or they barely met when they were either in college or right outside of high school age. And for whatever reason, that that age, you're susceptible to kind of latching on to that person that you know, and you're friends with, because you don't actually know what these next stages in life are going to look like for yourself. So it's scary. You're trying to make sure that you have something tangible and someone to share it with, but also to have kind of like a fallback, a safety net, and not in all the senses that I probably am relaying it as. But that's just kind of where my thought is. These people, I don't think they hate each other in most cases. I think they've just come to realize that, hey, we... Marriage is not exactly the one that was in the book. Right. But that's all that, that's the only answer there was at the time. So who knows? No, for sure. Well, you know, and like, I like to that point of this is probably the only person, like high school sweethearts is the only person that they've ever known. I mean, man, is society different over the last generations? Have oh. have we changed so much? It's insane. Oh, it's, it's insane. And we... Technology boom has made technology it boom, crazy. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we also need to work on, which we'll dive into all that at some point too. But I mean, every generation is so different. And I oh. think that you know, yes, millennials, we get the brunt of every joke. Um, I think that there's a lot of different reasons for that. And that's something, some things that Ben and I will dive into, but you have to be willing to listen to other generations on every aspect, on every aspect, right? Like 
sorry, boomers, y'all need to listen to us when we have some things to say about things. But we also need to listen to you about some things. Because you potentially have the experience in those things. Maybe we can go in a different direction that's better because we have ideas. Or we know how society is right now. We are the ones who make up the bulk of this society that's actually outliving. And sorry not to say it, we're not the ones that are retiring or going into a nursing home. We're the ones who are having to endure the society that you have built and you, wow, we're getting political, and you're not letting go. <laughs> like, I don't want you to die in the sense of let go, but let go of the reins. Let us take over, please. Right. So that we can actually have a hand in what's going to be our future and even Gen Z's future. Because oh, yeah. we listen to them oh, yeah. on everything. Y'all are wrong oh, yeah. about Snapchat well, and I'll let's stick be, with it. G- but, g- I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> G- Gen Z, are, they're, man, they're wild. I love don't, them. I, mean, I don't mess with them. them. Oh, yeah, no. don't mess with them. Oh, do not mess with them. Believe they, me, I'll sit there with popcorn if you pull out a Karen. I'll oh, be like, oh yeah, this is gonna be this good. This is gonna be good. <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's crazy, but you know there's every generation has their issues, right? Not to be the harper of millennials and their issues, but there's a lot of stuff that Ben and I have been really thoughtful about that we're going to talk about in future episodes of why millennials are really that that division right because like the generations after us we're the ones that started the the pushing back and because we're the first generations that really started pushing back we do still have that well we still have that fact of like i don't know I have a thought on that, actually. Oh, like, okay. I don't think we're actually the first ones to push back. I think we're the first ones to push back, and it is um, all over the media. It's so easy yes. for everyone to see us pushing back. Yes. We know that uh, previous generations gave pushback and did crazy things. There. But in some sense, you did these crazy things, and your peers didn't like them, so they wrote it into like an effect or a law or whatever, and sure. now we can't do it. Okay, I don't need to go get high in the desert to know that something is fun or not fun. I'm fine. But I mean, it sounds fun to me. Everything (laughs) (laughs) off camera, please. (laughs) (laughs) That will Um, not be filmed. (laughs) um, uh, Like uh, everything that we do is captured, yes, and posted, yes. And I think that's the difference between our generation and our parents and beyond. Is everything moving forward, starting really with our generation, has been? I mean, you you didn't have great videos of high school graduations until millennials came along. You did have VHS and some recordings, but the more uh, take advance, the more you were able to see and record and notice detail. There's detail in everything that's happening to us. And I think that's where our generation's pushback is becoming probably more of a nuisance to the older ones because you know every reason behind why I just did that. It, and you didn't have it to search can't be for squashed. it. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. So, you know, I I do think, I mean, as a a member of this generation, I do think this generation is really trying. We're trying yes. in every aspect and unfortunately, you know, we're 
we're not old enough to where we get a lot of respect yet. And because we don't get a lot of respect, it usually like dampers a lot of things. We have lived through a lot of random things that shouldn't happen that we will get into of course, because I'm over here excited. That. I know Ben's, ben, he's like, huh? And I'm like, no, we have a time limit. We have a time limit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we'll, we'll get into all of those things too. Um, but I mean, honestly, you know, when Ben and I officially sat down and I said, okay, I know I've been talking about this for a long time. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I'm, could not be more excited for you to be my co-host. I think you have oh, just like the, be best, blast. the best insight about so many things. Um, going to have to reel you in so we don't, you know, <clears throat> blow up before. Uh, uh, I think that we should before have a we few need episodes to. here and then where they're tangent episodes. We just talk about oh, whatever we want. No, of course. So y'all can get to know the real us. Of <laughs> course. Yes. Um, those will make me sweat. Um, <laughs> uh, well, but- I mean, we'll keep it. We'll keep it PG-13. Oh, yeah, it, it'll be PG-13. But needless to say, you know, guys, we're all trying in life. And we just really thought that you want a friend to listen to and encourage you and whatever it is that you're trying at and be able to kind of think to yourself, hey, you know what? Ashton and Ben talked about this last week. And that's something that's been really on my heart and my mind to work on or, Hey, maybe I have been working on this, but I haven't really been working on it. And they kind of gave me a kick in the ass in order to jumpstart this. That is the whole point behind what this podcast means for Ben and I. And, you know, we hope that we can, can make this a real thing and we can reach a bunch of people because at the end of the day, I think it's nice to hear what you probably have inside of you being spoken. You're like, oh, shit, I thought that yesterday. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Even if you didn't actually think it yesterday, maybe you had the kind of cognizant awareness that you had a feeling about something. Right. And you just didn't know how to put it into words. Maybe we want to reach you in that way as well. Like, oh, yeah, well, here's here's exactly kind of the path you were going down with your thought process yesterday. Oh, yeah. There you are. Exactly. Exactly. So... You know, we're going to, like I said earlier, we're going to cover a bunch of different topics. Um, You know, most importantly, though, at all this, like, just try, guys. Try it something today. Try it something tomorrow. Um, And, you know, we have some episodes already planned out of things that we want to do. But most importantly, because this is for y'all, we want to hear what you have to say. What are you struggling with? Did we hit a topic and you were like, well, you completely missed this tad, you know, this tad bit. Or you can be like, Ashton, you're, that was completely wrong. I'm wrong probably a lot of the time. I'm humble <laughs> enough to admit that. Um, but with that being said, we want y'all to give us input. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Um, so you can um, follow us at Caught Trying Podcast on our Instagram page. Um, or you can send us any of your email requests on anything you want at akp at cotttryingpodcast.com. So we want to hear from y'all. We want this to be for you guys. Um, I'm just excited yes. that we I'm can... I'm excited to start this. Talk, let's, yeah, let's rock and we can roll, talk baby. about talk about this every every week with one of my best friends in the world and just hash through life and just figure it out and try. Try to make yes. ourselves better every single day. So 
Thank you for listening to us. We hope you all have a wonderful day. Try something new. Try something hard today. And Bim, I love you. Love you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Bye.